0: What? <laughs>
1: I'm gonna set the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D.
2: And I am Rocket Pro Wrestling, Chicagoland champion for 23 days so far. Nubby the amazing turtle. Perfect.
1: And a uh, huge card from Rocket Pro Wrestling. A lot to talk about. And uh, since we're talking rocket pro wrestling for a majority of this show as well. Why not bring back um, a a guest? Not the guest, but a guest
3: uh, in uh, fucking uh, Pac-Man's back. I'm not a guest. I'm oh. the guest. Oh, no, so you're definitely. I'll offer a correction there.
1: You're, no, you're definitely a guest. I strongly implied a guest, not the guest. The guest would have been current general manager, continuing to be current general manager, Damien Saint. That's the guest. You are somebody who's here to fill in the blanks of what happened at Rock and Pro Wrestling. You're like a you're like a Cliff Note that I pick up at a library. That's how relevant you are. You're like a library.
3: You know that sounds like a compliment, saying that I'm like a library. So you know what? Uh, Thank you. It's not. It's not a compliment at all. I read books.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they got a lot of pictures in them.
3: They do. It's really cool. Like. <laughs> There's one about a frog and a toad. Like, so cool. Love that they live together.
1: (laughs) Too stupid for words.
2: Who hasn't read that book? Or looked at that book? You know, can't read pictures.
1: Just like you can't watch an audio podcast.
0: Too soon.
3: (laughs) Too soon. I mean, that was like, what? Three months ago, but still
1: too soon. Oh god. Rocket Pro Wrestling happened this past weekend. Powell also happened this past weekend, but we didn't get results from POW, so who cares? Uh ARW's coming up this weekend. Uh nobody got the match card for that. Yep. Cool. Uh I want to talk a little bit about Backlash because it happened this past weekend. Um kind of well, I guess it really doesn't matter. You guys didn't fucking watch it yet.
2: Yeah. You heard about it. Oh, I heard it was it- aw- I heard it was awesome. It was good.
3: Does that mean that Triple H has to tell us all to go fuck ourselves? Uh, he probably would if he met you
1: just in general.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're the kind of guy that if you, wa- if you walked up to him and be like, sir, can I get an autograph? He'd be
3: like, ah, fuck yourself, kid. I won't do it in an airport, though. I will say that.
0: So there.
1: I agree with people on that shit coming up to people
0: at airports and everything. Hundred percent agree with that.
1: I don't like people coming up to me at wrestling shows. Let alone a fucking airport. <laughs>
0: that seems um,
1: so backlash was good. Um but we really don't have to dive too much into it because like I said you guys didn't watch it and everything I don't want to talk about it yet you I had to watch it and physically see every aspect of it. Uh Best match was a six-man tag, or actually the Rio Ripley's Lena Vega match was phenomenal too. Uh, wrestling were okay, um, but me and Nubby retired, so we just get a point for that. Uh, Dally, well. Dizzle J, Steve didn't participate. Backman lost, which is really the most important part of it. Darn. <laughs> so um, let's go through the ARW match card, so we can focus on uh, Rocket Pro. Sure. But uh, Turtle, before you do that. I'll remind all you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the Gentleman's <laughs> Podcast, is brought to. Are you coughing during my fucking plug, Mobby. Carry on. I'm fucking eating McDonald's fries right now, and I'm less interrupting myself than you just did.
2: Well, you kind of interrupted yourself by. I expect calling You calling I me expect- out. Well, here's you the should have let thing. it go. Here's the thing,
1: Nubsters. I thought it was the other guy because I can barely tell you guys apart nowadays.
2: He's got more hair than I do. Barely. Growing my hair out a little bit. Good for you. Thanks, man.
1: This episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got it all. Go to CarterComics.com. Check out all their amazing comics available right there on their website. Fill your card up with all the titles they have available. You can use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire order. Discount code. Because promo codes suck. They're one and done. Horrifying. Discount codes you can use over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. Not just at their website, though. They have four different eBay accounts. You can find the links to all those on their homepage at CarterComics.com. Discount code will work on your bids and buys at eBay, on their page as well. Again, CarterComics.com is a one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Perfect. All right, Nupsters, tell me about ARW.
2: You want to know about ARW? I'm going to tell you about ARW. I would love to know about ARW,
1: because they have a pretty big main event
2: happening this month. Yeah, they do, and I can't wait to talk about that main event, because there's so much history about it. Yep. Just within a year, so much has happened. 100%. All right. ARW. <clears throat> It is this Saturday, May the thirteenth? It is called Unstoppable. Holy shit. American Legion Post one hundred eighteen ninety-nine uh Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Uh tickets are just fifteen dollars. I believe you can still get them in advance via the Facebook page of ARW. I believe you can still um reserve seats if possible. I believe front rows sold out, however, which it seems to be an every month thing. Like two days after the the previous show, seats are gone.
1: Let me ask you, and um I guess it's more for Pac Man being a fan. Um how do you feel about front row seats being more than uh regular seating? it seems to be more of a common uh, trend happening now.
3: I mean, you know, I guess it really depends on the promotion and depends on the venue. Um, but, like, I mean, it makes no difference to me as a fan. Um, I guess it's, for me, depends on who's on the card. I mean, I know I said last week LIM usually likes to sit a little further back so we're not, like, stealing from what's taken away from what's going on in the ring um but like i mean i it always just depends on uh you know who's on the show if i would like ooh, maybe i can sit front row for that or uh, but yeah it really doesn't matter to me either way
1: not from a personal perspective but as a business thing independent wrestling because i mean i guess front row seats are like what more typically. Something like that. Yeah. Rocket pro is
3: what? 15 for general, 20 for, um, you know, front row. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess, you know, kind of looking at it from the business side of it, um, you know, I think it does make sense, you know, business side, because, you know, when you're front row, you get more of a chance to like interact with the wrestlers, be more a part of the experience. Um, so you're, you know, you're essentially selling, you know, maybe a little more access to the wrestlers during the show than, you know, maybe what would be when,
0: um, if they were sitting a little further back. So, Tartell, where do you sit
2: on this? Where do I sit on this? Um. I guess pretty much Sitting the same in front row if you pay extra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like like you said, like it does depend on the promotion and venue. Um, I, from experience and from hearing a lot from a lot of promoters, mm-hmm. uh, some believe in you know that in their product that much that that they don't need to charge extra for front row, which is fine. You know, yeah, I know, uh, like ARW, they just recently up the price of their tickets by five dollars and that's for everybody no it doesn't matter if you're sitting front row or not i i remember uh back when i was at with some other company i will not name uh it was always ten dollars if they didn't believe in oh you know charging for front row or anything if they wanted front row reserve they just had to contact us whatever i remember having to do that thing you know people would contact me cuz well they asked me to help you know help with that stuff you know mm-hmm. which by the way it really sucked after a while it really did cuz getting the constant messages from the same people and then they want two more three more and it's like come on i mean first come first survival in my opinion but like like you said it it depends on the promotion and the uh, venue sometimes you know if the venue's that it's more expensive. They got to charge more for the tickets. But they want to make sure Pro Row, you know, gets filled up or whatever. So it, it depends. I'm not for or against it. It just depends.
0: I'm, yeah,
3: I, I would say I'm pretty much, you know, in the same boat. I mean, I've done, you know, ushering and stuff for Rocket Pro. And, um, you know, I think, like, having that like front row filled, mm-hmm. you know, it's because it's always like the the fans that are like the most passionate about whatever's going on in the ring. So they're the loudest. They're the ones that bring the goofy signs. They're the ones that, uh, you know, heckle the wrestlers. So, um, I mean, I could really see it going both ways, but like, you know, business side for like fan experience, um,
0: I mean I'd say it's worth it. Cool. Uh cool. What's the mattress?
2: Alright, well, um didn't get to say this yet. Uh doors open at six PM. Bell time is seven PM. And I mentioned fifteen dollars Alright, um now you're you're still getting familiar with this uh Pat man so did I said? Did I call you Patman? You call? Pat. I think you called me Pat-Man. Pat it's starting to stick. Well, I thought I said Patman. Like you, know, you know, said I Pat.
3: Patman, yeah. Yeah, you said it. <clears>
2: the many faces, Travis. Travis.
1: Why? Because yeah. it's a great fucking name. I mean, it flows better than PX, bro.
3: PX. I mean, that's a staple. That's an institution. Pac-Man's a guy. Is who it, is,
1: is it's a it's an institution? It's an institution. It's, it's, it's a staple. Is that why? Is that why I, I could have sworn I heard some fucking lim members call you Pac-Man at one point?
3: I'm just saying it is. St- is it because I, like, I you can yell have Pac-Man stick- across the fucking uh,
1: building and you turn and look at me? But PX is a fucking staple.
3: Yeah, I will give credit where credit is due. Pac-Man is sticking. Like it's a
1: solid fucking name.
3: Damn it, Gabagool. It's all Gabagool's fault and your fault
2: mainly. Uh, not even NoCo's. Uh, I can't even blame NoCo's for that. Solid
1: fucking dude. Tony knows what's up.
2: Yeah. All right. Um. But yeah, again, you're you're still not familiar, so you'll probably sure. be looking
1: familiar with what?
2: With the ARW. Still, he's still learning.
1: How long have you been listening to JFW, bro? Uh,
3: I think since was it no November? I want to say. Okay, so what is that? About six, seven months? Six, seven months. How many
1: ARW shows have been going on since November, Turtle?
2: I don't know. Like five, six? Probably. But how many people actually listen to me talk?
1: Well, according to fucking Pac Man, he's the only reason you do. Oh, uh, he does listen.
2: I mean, I guess it explains the numbers too. So. I mean, AR, yeah.
1: I mean, ARW fucking uh, uses, you know, very similar fucking wrestlers on a consistent basis. And if he's listening to every show for the last six or seven months and there's an ARW match card and an ARW results show every single fucking month, you look at almost a dozen episodes that ARW on the fucking show. Just, don't, I mean, don't, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm going to put them in the test right Perfect. now. Tell you what, this this test if oh uh this this test right here determines if I make my announcement for later on in this show.
2: Alright. Um Are you familiar with Judas Chavez? I remember hearing the
3: name, but I don't think I've seen him wrestle. That's a that's a cop out. Well, he has never been
2: to a show, so doesn't matter.
1: Who is this? Oh, I I think I know. Remember the name?
2: I think I fucking. Well, come on, it is Judas. Why? Who would really remember this guy? You don't even want to call him Judas.
1: I know that should be a big reason why he should remember this name because he's not really a fucking Judas. Well, I mean, in a sense, he is, but I mean, it's not. I mean, he needs something cooler, like, uh, like bastard child. You know, well, I think I think I think my bastard son is more of an appropriate name for him than fucking Judas. That's a bastardization. To, that's blasphemy to other fucking Judases, including
0: Judas. It's an insult to the Judas.
2: Oh hell's bells! All right, well, Judas recently um, called out Donovan Ruiz. Wants to have a little in-ring meeting. And it's been confirmed that Donovan Ruiz, who, it was a recent signee from uh, the, their school. um,
1: Is that the guy who's actually the kid who signed a yeah, contract in the ring?
2: Yeah. Because um, Judas wanted him to join. His uh, cult.
0: Yeah, what's his group called?
2: Uh, The Horde. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the, the, fucking ring
1: crew, the fucking ring crew is that? Is that, that who this fucking group is?
2: That's the that now. That's a freaking cult.
1: Yeah, yeah. Judas Judas and his band of fucking idiots.
2: And um, when he did offer the uh, you know, to be part of the group, James Creed talked him out of it. So um, this will be a one-on-one meeting. So. We'll see what happens. Will it be about joining the Horde, or is he going to fight them? So it should be interesting. For the tag team titles, it'll be Death Wish. Joey Dalton and Quinn Widock, the tag team champions, will be defending their titles for the very first time since winning them last month uh, against... Uh, can't believe they're getting a title shot already. The workhorses. Oh, God. Mikey Peterson and DP3 Dave West.
1: When they joined the LIM.
2: They attacked my
3: pineapple at that last IPW show, and I'm still salty about that. I may have to come down to Richland Park again in a couple weeks. Let's forget the fact that they attacked me, but yeah, let's worry about the fucking pineapple. The pineapple it is—it's like PX. It's an institution. It's a staple. Oh my god!
2: Well, Maybe they're we'll... getting a—they're getting a title shot.
1: Against um, who? Who do you say they're facing?
2: Deathwish, the tag team champions. Joey That's Dalton right. and Quinn Quinnwood. Yeah. Cool. All right. For, the, for them. Yeah. I hope they lose. They will. Come on. It's Death Wish. Who get I mean <laughs> Uh the Indiana State title is on the line as the new champion from last month as he cashed in his golden ticket on JPH will be defending his title. Um did I say who it was? I kind of blanked that on it. No. New new champion Nick Diamond. There the you un- go. undeniable Nick Diamond. We'll be taking on Muggsy James. Um
1: I do think um uh, I think Muggsy's run and um the family's gone so far. Well especially especially after uh, Paulie's,
0: uh comments from uh last power hour.
2: Hmm. Well, I mean Muggsy out of the two prospects is the best one. I mean, Charlie even said that he likes him more, yeah. and that's why he got him this title shot. But he still has a lot to prove, and so does J.C. Manson, or well, can't really call him Manson yet. He's just still Jay City in our eyes. Yeah. So there's definitely still issues there, and it will will Mugsy, you know, prove himself and bring the belt to the family. Or will Nick Diamond outshine him, like he's been saying all along? But let's keep in mind, at IPW, Muggsy James, he took the junior heavyweight title from Nick Diamond. Yeah, he did lose it, too, so. So, so who knows? I, I hope Muggsy does take, uh, take a victory
1: in this. Um, I'm a huge fan of Muggsy James. Um. But- I I know that, with, I mean, because it hasn't really been talked about, but Jake Andrews really hasn't been around for quite some time. And, you know, with Jake Andrews kind of being that, that youthful spot of the uh, Manson family, it almost seems like they're trying to fill that spot as well, along with Ivan. And I think Muggsy is a good uh, candidate
2: for that, uh, for that spot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he's always been wanting to be uh, a... <clears throat> part of the family i know well, what so I'm do, to
0: be. yes you're right but now now you're part of the all
2: for now for now mm-hmm. it's gonna say th- don't think I-, I forgot what you you were trying to do
0: oh
1: i'm still working with Freiburg.
2: i know and i was listening to the second part of that episode we did Damn, and yeah I had, a
1: conversa- I had a conversation with Schultz this past Saturday, so don't worry, don't you know worry. I'm, I'm I'm working on it. I'm trying to save you, bro.
3: Yeah, Leonard had some thoughts about that that he shared with me after that um, after that SCW recap. Yeah,
1: well, Leonard Leonard's a jagoff.
3: He's a swell guy. Leonard He's Leonard could, Leonard could
1: fuck himself for all I care.
3: He listens to JFW. Yeah, he's the exception.
1: He's the only one that can listen and can still fuck himself.
2: Fuck yourself, uh, Lenny. Speaking of people who can go fuck themselves, because he's a jag off for not listening to the JFW show, Wade Evans of the Workhorses will be taking on another newcomer who's been proving himself lately in Josh
0: Moon. I like it, I've heard I've heard good things about Josh. I don't think I've ever watched one of his matches
1: though.
2: Um He's only had a handful though. Like yeah, even. He been, he's been in a couple battle royals and uh yeah. he was part oh, of that gauntlet yeah, yeah. with Seamos. Yeah.
1: He threw you out, right?
2: No, that was um uh, that that um Mike Morris. Mm, same shit, different day. Eh, different 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 animal.
1: Same guy, different gimmick.
2: No, same, uh, same look. No, one guy's shorter, one, one guy's bald, the other guy's got hair. I know. Let's move on, Nubby. Yeah, okay. Alright, Dave Allen will be taking on former Indiana State Champion JPH. Where's his head at now that he lost the title, um, on that cash-in last month?
0: He's a lunatic. He's been a lunatic for a long time.
2: Yeah, ever since he came back from his injury, that Powell uh, gave him, but still decided to join Powell during the war. But hey,
1: so How about money, bro.
2: Yeah, how much money did he get? Did he get thin mints like Jay back? I don't know. I mean, certain people
1: are willing to pay people, uh, you know, handsomely to do a certain fucking job. I don't know how much Powell gave fucking JPH. I would love to know how much fucking Undeniable paid
2: Jay Beck. I heard it was a, I heard it was three years supply of uh but well, we will get to that. Mm, I have a lot to say there. Thinmans.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: It's not your turn yet, Pac-Man.
3: When, when we get to it, I have a lot to say. Pac-Man. <laughs> look at
1: you, you know what? Even when I look at your name, your fucking name has Pac-Man in it.
3: It does. Well, if you get rid of a couple letters, yeah. Uh Yeah,
1: yeah. You get rid of the ass and the
2: cur. (laughs) 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 Oh, hell no, God. It it writes itself. Oh, there you go.
1: All it takes is somebody belittling you for fucking six months to come up with a great fucking nickname
3: that you took from an arcade cabinet. Oh, sure.
1: I made I made it relevant again.
3: You and Adam Sandler. I
1: actually do it. You know, I'll see the whole reason I I started calling you that in the first place because every time I heard your voice, all I heard was
3: It's an old building. My apartment's haunted with ghosts, so you know. No, you're an old. They sometimes have cherries.
2: I'm haunted with ghosts. You.
1: <laughs> okay, anyways, next match.
2: um, I don't know if uh, he'll be in a match, but seemos Dave will be in the house um I don't he'll probably make a challenge, maybe another gauntlet will happen. who knows um but he might just be there and be interested in this next matchup as the heavyweight title is on the line. Nick Cutler champion. We'll be taking on James Creed, who won the Rumble to earn the title shot. Was
0: was that
1: January? I think so. It wasn't January, yeah. So it's it's been been a long time coming.
2: Yeah. I mean, if we go back in time, uh, James Creed defeated Ivan Manson for that title.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people have forgotten, that this isn't like Creed's opportunity to become a first ever ARW heavyweight champion. This is him regaining that title that he lost to the same guy he's trying to take it back from.
2: Right. I mean, Nick Cutler did the same thing that Nick Diamond did. What's with these Knicks? They're all assholes. They win golden tickets and cash it in for championships because their, the
1: name, their names rhyme with dick,
2: bro, and that's what they are. A couple of dicks, that's for sure. A couple, couple of dicklesses. <laughs> but at least <clears throat> this time, James Creed, if he were to win, he doesn't have to worry about someone cashing in on him. That's since true. Nick, Nick Diamond already cashed in. That's one cash in per title, so. This, could this be the end of Nick Cutler's reign? Or will James Creed just fall?
0: I mean, I have all the
1: I have all the faith in Creed. I, I think he's gonna be able to overcome this uh, without a problem. But I mean, at the same time, you know, Nick uh, Cutler held that title for a reason for so long.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Never really alone. I, mean, I I can honestly say that. I don't think I recall him having a title defense where he won on his own. There's always somebody there to help him out. So.
0: Yep.
1: If Creed could find a way to either have somebody having his back on the outside of the ring to kind of balance that out, or if ARW, you know, officials or whatever, could find a way to keep, you know, valets, managers, whoever the fuck these people are, away from ringside, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think I think Creed has, you know, the best chance in the world to become the next ARW heavyweight champion.
2: Yep.
1: Which I mean, he's gonna, you know, th- this is his shot since he did lose his opportunity. For the SCW Heavyweight Championship last month. He did. He did. You were there. I was
2: there. And so was Pac-Man.
1: Who cares? I was. Not your time to talk yet, bro.
3: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, just sit
1: there and learn. Take notes. Got it. Your wow. stupid, ass, stupid ass lip show coming out.
0: It's
3: coming. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm so excited to talk about it.
0: Yeah, that's right, we'll we'll, we'll
1: let you, I, I'll let you talk about it, not a we, because of course Turtle Web, I'll allow you to fucking talk about it.
3: What a guy. I, I know, God, right? I have no, I have no
2: what,
1: saying things. So. What, a, what a kind-hearted individual I am to allow somebody to talk about their podcast on my fucking podcast, but how we promote the Power Hour every fucking week. We do. I remember the last time we were mentioned over there, but hey, whatever.
2: It's been a while since we've been mentioned, Dan. I
1: know, right?
2: Maybe we have to create controversy to get mentioned again.
1: What do you think I've fucking been doing, Matt? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, honestly, like, a lot of the shit the Power has been doing over the last couple of weeks has been really, like, huge shit. So I totally understand why we're not mentioned, which I'm fine with. Steve still shares our show, so I'm really happy he does that. Uh, so... Awesome. Love the Power Hour. Uh, be nice to have a third place, you know, show to, you know, follow us. So.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that is the card as of right now for ARW. <clears throat> for more information, uh, just go to their Facebook page on uh, ARW Pro. Again, American Legion Post 100. 1899 Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Fifteen dollars is your ticket price for all seats. Um, front row is unfortunately taken. Uh, 6 p.m. bell t- uh, door t- door time. 7 p.m. bell time. Um, this will be the show I will be missing, as I will be at roller derby this week.
1: That's what's going on this weekend. Yeah. Alright Pac-Man, uh, tell them, tell them about, uh, fucking your show coming out this summer.
3: So, we are going to be starting a video podcast over at the Lovely Intoxicated Men Facebook page called the Lovely Intoxicated Podcast, hosted by myself and Tony Gabagool. Uh, we have a lot of fun guests line up. Uh, We're going to be making an announcement of our first two guests for our first episode later this week. So if you want to see who we got for the first episode, you're going to want to make sure that you like and follow us at the lovely Intoxicated Men Facebook page. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be covering RPW during the off season. We're going to have interviews, and we're going to be leading all the way up to fall brawl. So we'll be doing shows every couple weeks, and uh, just be sure to listen. And I think, well, no, we won't steal that from Travis, but we'll, we'll think of something for people who don't listen.
0: Mm-mm.
3: Okay, so we will steal that from Travis. <clears throat> <coughs> oh, it's so not be go no You back. said it's a video show, right? A vodcast, if you will. Uh, so...
1: Wait, wait, what the fuck did you just call it?
3: A, podcast. A vodcast. Like there's podcast and then video podcast. Vodcast. What do you it think? All the, like vodka. Wait, on, what, what do you think
0: the P
1: stands for in podcast? Do you think the P stands for something that's just an odd cast? Is that is that what rolls through your fucking head right now?
0: You know, No, I, I don't know. No. That that's why that's why I'm raiding
1: you right now. Oh, you know what? It's not audio, it's just video. So I'm just going to make an irrelevant fucking assumption and call something a vodcast. How about a vlog?
3: No, that'll come later on. A web series. How about, why did you call it a web series? Vodcast sounds fun and it sounds like vodka. L I M. Yeah. Lovely Intoxicated Men. Vodka.
1: God.
3: Vodcast.
1: I don't even want to, I don't even want to make the announcement now. I really didn't. you just Oh god the stupid that Yeah I know how can
3: you top that?
2: God. I mean I kinda like that podcast. See? Nubby's on board. It rolls off the tongue. Right. And but, you
0: actually watch it, you don't listen to it. Exactly, because we're gonna be doing a lot of skits, a lot of
3: Visual gag pretty much everything you've come to expect from the L.I.M. So it's a vodcast. It's a web series is what you're fucking doing. It is The genre of the web series is vodcast.
0: No, it's not. Not one fucking bit. Is this another gentleman guy thing from like last week? God, the, the stupid. The stupid that comes out of you.
1: But it's entertaining.
2: And And that's what you can expect of a lovely
3: intoxicated podcast.
1: All right. Before we dive into the match card for uh, Rocket Pro and everything, I want to shoot on Rocket Pro for a minute and talk some real honest shit about uh, one of the biggest problems I have with Rocket Pro Wrestling. Uh
0: Uh-oh.
1: And um, it's not the company in any way. It's not. Um, I think what I think what Rocket Pro does is great. I really do. And uh, my biggest my biggest problem was the the fan access thing before the show. And I think the idea that they had was incredible. I think it, was, it gave fans an amazing opportunity to interact with wrestlers and see the the goofy skits that went on like the power hour or the lim abducting people into their cult and you know seeing people walk around you know like the general manager and you know fucking the idols you know undeniable all these people i think it was a really cool fucking thing that the the goofy water balloon thing with with fucking boo coast and you know they're they're a little puppet. their are only fucking fan that they have, and uh, Santino. I think it was all incredible. But my problem is, is the fan base at Rocket Pro Wrestling, and there's that's my that's my biggest problem I have right now, is the fact that Rocket Pro Wrestling gave fans an opportunity to have more, and the fans dropped the ball and not taking advantage of the opportunity that Rocket Pro gave them. Um, the thing started at fucking noon, you know, you had four hours where you're able to, you know, do shit in Rocket Pro Wrestling, and I don't know why the fans didn't take advantage of that, I think that sucked, you know, and I know nobody at Rocket Pro is going to say anything out loud and post about the disappointment that, but I will, and I'm fine with doing it, fuck, I already got paid, I'm fucking good. Um, If they don't want me back because I'm saying this, so be it, that's fine. But I think what sucks is, is that they have standing room only at these shows for the last, what, nine months, whatever the fuck it is. And you may, maybe, have about a dozen fucking
0: fans that showed up to this fucking access thing. And I think that sucked.
1: So I know that they're doing the fan access again in September. Timmy fucking announced that. So I'm encouraging the the, the Rocket Pro fans to be a part of that. Maybe it's the extra $5 thing that they have to pay, but isn't shit like that fucking worth it? To be able to, you know, go take a picture with Turtle and his fucking Rocket Pro Chicagoland championship or, you know, boo the idols, throw water balloons at fucking No Coast. Watch the stupidity that fucking flows out of Pac Man's mouth as he's abducting some geriatric old ass man and his hot fucking daughter and a bunch of other behind the scenes folk of fucking rocket pro wrestling. You know, there there's opportunities I think fans keep fucking missing in independence where they have they could do more. They could have access to more and they're not doing it. And I don't know why. And I think fans need to fucking wake up and take advantage of this shit because I believe, and I'm not, I don't speak for Rocket Pro Wrestling. This isn't me on behalf of Rocket Pro Wrestling. So this statement could be 100% wrong. But if I think, if Access was to be in September what it was this past week, I could see it going fucking away. And them just not doing it anymore. And I would hate for that to fucking happen. Because I think it's a great fucking idea, and I think it's a really cool concept to get fans more interactive with these wrestlers.
0: Yeah. Am I wrong?
2: No, not wrong. Exactly. I had a great time.
1: It, it was a good no, time. But, sure, but what? Okay. Exactly, I get what how, you're saying though. How I, many fans how many fans? I I said 12, I could be wrong. How many fans did you think were really there?
2: I w I it seems like a good number considering. I mean if you take away I mean,
1: all of the talent that was there, remove all the talent, all the wrestlers, all the fucking crew, everyone away, how many were just fans? Take not the L I M, not the power hour, not me. Not Davis and Surai, just fans.
2: About twelve to fifteen. Okay.
1: And you had a good time with that.
2: I it was in my mind. I know it was disappointing that we didn't have more.
1: But you, but no, I'm, I'm asking you, still had fun with the people who did show up, right? Pacman, you have you still had fun.
2: Oh, I had a blast getting the how much in with people.
1: how much more fun would have been if fifty people were there?
3: The crowd would have been rowdy that's right? sure.
1: which which isn't a which isn't a ridiculous number when you look at five hundred fans fill in the fucking St Joe's Park building mm-hmm. you know if you look at ten percent of that was at the access and everything. I think that means more to Rocket pro. I think that means more to the wrestlers. Even the fucking heels that can't stand the fucking crowd. To them I think it means more because to them it shows they're here for us. They're not just here to watch a wrestling show, but they're here to interact with us. You know, you get people who walk through that little hallway and you know at the beginning of the show during intermission and all that. People
0: Shut up, train. We got
1: you, buddy. So you get people who, who check that shit out during the show. Why not take the opportunity to have that before the event even opens up? It's a great opportunity. I think people really drop the ball on not being there and checking out everything that uh, 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 Rocket Pro had to offer. Again, if you're listening, if you're a fan of Rocket Pro Wrestling and you're listening to the show right now, they are doing it again in September. Timmy Too Sweet already said it. They're doing it again when they come back. I encourage you to take advantage of the opportunity and actually go into the access. Gain pictures with the wrestlers. Gain you know autographs from them. Watch the fucking shit on stage. You know, whether it be the power hour, fucking LIM's cult fucking initiations, whatever the fuck it is. You know, the hot German girl who's fucking in town for a little bit. You know, these are the things that you guys can check out if you just 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 you know, take advantage of the opportunities to do this shit. It's not that hard. So, um, let's talk about the show because a lot did happen. Uh, I commentated it. I don't remember much of the show, but I will
2: try to do my best to remember some of it. I hope so because.
1: I just I just don't understand I don't understand how my mind fucking works because I can sit there and I can fucking call an entire fucking match and as soon as that match is over and the music of the next person fucking hits. I don't know what the fuck happened. Certainly right. I do I do remember some parts. And I will say another shoot thing real quick for you fans who are listening to this, Pac Man, a little bit you too, I do apologize that my entrance took a little bit longer than it should have. Again, first time fucking doing that, no idea what the hell I was doing. <laughs> And I apologize to a lot of the people at Rock Pro for how long that fucking entrance took. I did not fucking plan it out right. I got in my head, fucking panicked. But it was still fun to fucking do it. I got some fucking high fives from some fucking kids. Fucking uh, Gabagool made a JFW fucking sign. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many wrestlers have never had a sign made, but that just proves I'm better than you. So keep that in mind for the future. JFW got a fucking sign. Still in my car, though. I'll get it out eventually. But um, I do apologize to those who were uh, waiting for me to make
3: my appearance. But I showed up. I like your music.
1: It's a great fucking song. Yeah. I, just, I think, I, I'm trying to figure out, because, again, I don't know if Rock is going to have me back or not. There's not really a discussion of it. Maybe, maybe they will, maybe they won't. It is what it is. If they don't, I'm fine with it. But... I was talking to some of the uh people uh, afterwards, uh, you know, again talking about it. Like, I just wished I had an idea for what I wanted my entrance to look like. But that discussion never happened, so the long drawn out beginning just didn't make much sense. So I think we're able to cut that down. I actually might be going to just using the JFW theme song. I just really like that fucking song. I just um I just think the JFW theme song would just be Better to use. Also, uh, whoever made the, the uh graphic on the uh on the uh Titantron, or whatever the hell they call it there, the screen, t It's Travis T, not Travis T. Don't Pac-Man me again by putting my name uh on the big ass fucking screen uh wrong again. It's T R A V I S Dash T. Travis T. Not Travis
0: T. My last name isn't Thomas. Travis T. Okay. Sound good. Go ahead, tr
3: Trust me. I know it wasn't you. It was legible. My handwriting's not going to improve in the off season. I hope you know that. I have no doubt. Well, I
1: thought you, I thought I thought you draw your boards with your fucking
0: feet. How do you know? Because I, I saw the dumbest thing I could think of. I mean, it makes sense.
2: <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> All
1: right, now be first match.
2: All right, first match. Hey, uh, right off the bat, we have a new inter county champion in Rayon's skills. Not only is he the new champion, but he, his career is not over.
1: Yeah. Um, I didn't expect him to attack uh, Maximus from behind. I don't know how I didn't. Um, but, yeah, he he had a... Uh, there's still speculation on where he got the watch from. A lot of speculation on where that watch came from. I know I've seen the watch before. Uh, I just can't remember where i saw it i know it was a big red band but i still can't narrow it down But if i but if i was able to see that red band again i'd be able to determine where i did see that red band before i'm not sure uh great match though um one thing i think the i think the uh the consistent theme in all of these matches uh is going to be is is, is personal um, it, it, There's personal emotions and I think, every match that we're, that we're going to talk about here tonight. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, Maximus and Rion had, have had issues over the course of the last months. It's been documented here on our show. It's been documented on the Power Hour. Um, the LAM, you know, they talked about it, you know, a time or two as well, and they're um you know match card predictions and uh their little fucking vignettes or skits or whatever the hell you guys call them uh it's documented uh fucking maximus uh i don't know if he did it on twitch or just made a video or whatever but he's talked about it there as well it's it, it, it's something that looks like it's been boiling to the surface for some time uh and i'm just happy Rion did win not so much because you know maximus lost but because
0: Rion's story isn't over in Rocket Pro. Right.
2: I mean, I, I'm. I'm conflicted, because, you know, despite what Rion did, I didn't want him to go.
0: hmm. Uh,
2: big, you know, big fan of Maximus. He's a friend. Uh, hated to see him lose, but, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know where this goes from here. Is it over between those two? What happened? Are they going their separate ways now? I mean, now that Rion skills is a champion, now he's got the target on his back bigger than before with Maximus. Now you're going to have multiple people or multiple arrows coming right at you. So. Um,
1: it, I think to me, one of the things well, I mean, be, because of the way he won, like I said, like, he didn't win cleanly. It was a you know a false count. I remember whatever the hell match it was, yeah. hardcore match, you no know, last, last man standing. So thank I you. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. He he took advantage of every opportunity he has to pick up to win. Um, I don't think it's over, not by a long shot. Uh, I mean turtle, that title that you currently have right now. Yep. I mean once it was taken away from you, you wanted it back. And how long? How long was that? How long? How long was that title gone? You know, until you just, you know, you never said, you know what? It's yeah. gone. I don't really need it. I'm good.
2: Right. I didn't, right. I didn't. I didn't. For pretty much
1: a year. Yeah. So, um, us let's hear let's hear your perspective on it.
2: So,
3: I mean, yeah, I don't cool. think.
1: perfect. This... Let's move on. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm
3: not that go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, I definitely don't think it's over between Rion and Maximus. I know the whole point with Rion is trying to show him something maybe a little more sinister that he's not seeing in mm-hmm. Rocket Pro. So I think, you know, it really depends on if Maximus, you know, takes time to really figure out what Rion is saying. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree with Rion, but, um, you know, I definitely am interested to see what exactly it is that Rion's trying to make light of here.
1: No, it makes sense. And I think one of the things that we're going to find out, uh, maybe during the summer when they're off or probably ride the season finale, I can see it as Rion's done. Rion's ready to move on. But it's going to be interesting to find out if Maximus is ready to move on or not. Because Rion did what he wanted to do. He achieved, he, from what I can tell, he achieved his goal. I just don't think
0: Maximus is ready to accept what happened.
2: I mean, what was the ultimate goal for Rion? He even said that the belt was just a bonus.
1: I think, I, if, if I remember correctly, and. If Ryan wants to talk about it on the power hour, he can. Uh, I think his whole thing was like, in his mind, Maximus had an easy go of it into the business. It sounded like he always, he always referenced like, you know, his parents company. He's a champion of his parents company that he's, he's, he's being something that he's not. And it was an easy run to get him to where he was at. And I think he was, I think he was trying to prove that not everything's going to be easy. I think that had a lot to do with the cheap attack, the cheap shot, you know, that he took to start out the match, and a few of them throughout the match. Um I think that's really represented in the last man standing. You know, like, the, you need to rely on yourself to get to your feet to continue the, the the match, to continue moving forward, and he wasn't able to do that. I think that's what he was trying to get through to uh Maximus's head. And that's just my perspective. Like I said, there's been so much discussed about this. I may even have to go back to listen to Rion's, uh explanation, but it seems like that's what it was. Like, like in a way, Max was kind of coddled into the business. You know, I mean, I, mean fuck, I, I I think I'm a prime example of it. I mean, I got free fucking training from my cousin who owned a fucking company. You know, I didn't have to fucking pay anything to do it. And, you know, it's... I think if I stuck with it, I mean, I probably would have had, you know, a a few decent matches. Probably wouldn't be great. But for as big of a – I love you, Mike. But for as big of a dick as Mike is, I know that because we're related that he will have taken care of me.
0: And I think think that's where that shit comes from. Mm. True that, true that. Yeah. All right.
2: Um. Fans, bring the weapons. Tag team match. No coast versus no coast.
1: You know what the most disappointing fucking uh, part of this match was? Santino? Not, Not one roll of toilet paper and not one fucking kazoo. They didn't use the kazoo? I didn't see one kazoo in that fucking match.
3: We were backstage... Uh, preparing with Chet and they didn't use it? I explained it would have worked.
1: Now, I heard your explanation. Blow to his fucking ear.
3: Yeah, it throws off the equilibrium, makes him dizzy. You and Saint, even though I will say thank you to Damien Saint for knocking that wasp off my beer and thankfully as it flew across it's still lead beer, but um, you know, it would have worked. Shaw, buddy. Why? Why, Shaw? Why?
1: Not one kazoo, not one fucking roll of toilet paper. If I wasn't commentating that match,
3: I would have had a smoke break. The kazoo wasn't used, so I blame no coast.
1: The ending. The ending was the shocking part, but I don't know if there's anything in the match you guys want to discuss. I mean, obviously, we saw the the uh, the couple's graduation therapy. Uh kind of looks like uh, Sarai kind of gave up on him
2: pretty
1: much, yeah, I saw that right, right? She was pissed that they didn't help her not go through a door last month, right mm-hmm. so um ceremony happened uh they got what I assume was uh like pictures drawn by Tony Cobagoho's kid, uh, and then yeah, I mean, they had the fans bring the weapon match and I think my favorite part
0: of the match was the uh the, the double stacked tables. You guys know what I'm talking about? Kinda? Of so. They pulled out little
1: fucking action figure tables.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Stacked them up. Did a three D through it.
2: That that was <sighs> That's that's funny. I think it would have been better if it was one of those tables that come on pizza. <laughs> In the middle of the pizza.
1: It looks like t- tiny patio furniture. Yeah. That
2: would have
1: been yeah. funny. Uh but yeah, no, uh the the fucking ending, the the um the betrayal at the end really, you know that 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 was the part that shocked me the most. I mean, obviously, you know, good coast or whatever the fuck they call themselves, pick up the victory is fucking awesome, but I can't remember the dude's. Wolf? I think not.
3: Uh, and Wolf, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hit and shell with that chair. Yeah. Mm
3: hmm. Yeah. But, um, uh, oh, did you guys get a chance to see that chair that they had up close with the red I, bandana?
1: Is it the one that they had in the promo that had all the fucking shit written on it?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't remember what was written on it, though, but I do remember seeing it.
3: I got to see it at Fan Access up close. That, I will say in complete shoot here, um, one of the coolest damn things I have ever seen. It was just different We Blame No Coast, uh, things that, like, we posted throughout the year. Yeah. And then little things that they made up as well.
1: So uh, kind of like Chuck Norris facts.
3: Basically, basically. Blaming No Coast is like Chuck Norris facts. One of the coolest damn things I have ever seen.
1: That's amazing.
3: That was cool. Um, Gunner coming out with the, was that a BB gun? Whatever he was running around with all day. Yeah, that
1: airsoft pistol.
3: That was cool. Um, Chet bringing yeah. out Mjolnir. He got you good early, early in the day. He sure answer. did. He got me good a couple times. I tried to no-sell for him, but then he told me to take my jacket off, and I still tried to no-sell for him. And then I'm like, oh, okay, that actually hurts.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you uh, you came out with Chet during that.
3: I sure did. Um, we've been game planning that for quite a while because we were like fans bring the weapons, and Chet's like, don't worry, I am weapon. And he brought out Mjolnir, and we hyped up the fans going around the ring, and uh, – and they didn't make use of the kazoo, but they made use of Mjolnir. So, you know, trade offs. Yeah, yeah, that's a,
1: it's a very even trade—a fucking kazoo for a hammer made of a god for a god.
3: I mean, seriously, <sighs> like when you think about it, aren't kazoo's instruments made for gods?
0: No. No, okay. I won't. Even, I
1: won't. Even, I won't even fucking pander to that fucking idea. Um, the one question I think, uh, everyone's wondering about is where does this leave No Coast as a whole? Uh, is Wolf part of the other guys or is this just a complete separation? It didn't look like the three left together. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see what happens with No Coast coming up.
3: And there's still another No Coast, um, guy that is on the shelf right now um, because uh, Brian and Joey broke his leg back in January. So where does Mikey Osiris fit in all of this when um, things come back together? That's another question.
1: I guess we'll find out hopefully in September. Mm -hmm. Yep. Next match, Nubby.
2: All right, I can't wait. (laughs) It was the Idols. Kevin K, Damian Gray, Rockstar, Johnny Nye, and Flash Harris, Daddy Dad! Uh versus Hot Rod Daddy Andy. Me, the Amazing Turtle.
0: Nubby And
2: those, and those damn coyotes. Brooks Burna, and Damien Destin. Pac-Man. Hey, uh it,
1: speaking of
2: speaking of which, uh,
1: there was a point where somebody asked you what Nubby was. When was that?
2: That was at uh fan access um it was actually during that video that we were a part of with uh l a m and Gunner doing their thing whatever, and they got oh yeah um, yeah, yeah, Gunner <laughs> asked me <No. laughs> oh God, it's a great but, fucking nickname it, it's an old name thomas Ellie's Thomas Ellie's. Like, that's right, that's what
1: Paulie said, like, he either knows you as Nubby or, um, fucking prime uh, prime, prime,
2: prime, time. yeah, 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 which, by the way, hey, uh, Rock, Rocket Pro, I meant what I said at Fan Access, I want Paulie one-on-one, thank you. Yeah, yeah, way to go in business for yourself, bro. Damn, damn fucking right.
1: Fucking Power Hour's trying to put on a show to, boost, you know, the... The excitement for the season finale and there you
0: are putting yourself over.
2: Hey, he he wants to come in the Rocket Pro that bad and then wants to talk his shit about me. I might I might as well challenge him to a fight. All right. Fuck yeah, man. You gotta look out for you, brother. You're damn right. Who else is gonna? Pac Man, I guess.
3: We got your back. Yeah, see? Oh, so it was difficult on on uh Saturday, you know, facing yeah. day and
2: all. See? This, this match right here. Yeah.
1: Just know, just know whenever you go into battle, standing behind you is a group of guys who stand alone at any school dance.
0: Hey we all we're some of us went to college. We're already done. No, you're thinking of the Rocket Boys.
1: No, I'm thinking of you guys.
3: They're, they're, they're the ones going to school dances
2: still. Hey, wait. Almost, half of us are almost 30. I stood on yeah. the wall back in the day when I went to dances. I was on yeah, the wall.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, but you did because it, it was cool.
2: Yeah, it was kind of cool because the no. girls did come up to me. Yeah. I mean, I got pinched for cigarettes
3: at the sock hop. Tony Gabagool bailed me out of that jam.
0: Fourth grade. God, you look like a candy cigarette guy. They were very sweet, but yeah, I was
3: holding on to them for a friend, for the record. It wasn't for me, like, I was holding you on like,
1: to You look friend. like the guy that wishes close cigarettes were still a thing.
0: They're not? Yeah,
2: there we go. <laughs>
1: Navi, how do you feel about your match, man?
2: Um, I feel pretty good about it. I didn't have to do too much, but I think... That was part
1: of the uh strategy, oh well, when you get to a certain level, man, you really
2: don't have to do much
1: and i honestly i i think I think what you did last month to win that title was just enough of a fuck you to the idols to where this I think was more of the opportunity for the damn coyotes to get their final shots into them right um but even high rod high rod had a, had a fantastic outing i mean you guys crushed it as a team.
2: We did, and we didn't have to ambush, really. We, uh, we took our time. Yep. We, we saw moments that, and we took it. And one by one, everyone thought, and see, the thing is, you know, you heard that crowd. They mm-hmm. wanted me so bad. And they thought I was, the idols were expecting me. I was looking, looking right at them, but when Andy made that tag, I'm like, that's right, Andy, get in there. Get your okay. ass in there. And he did what he had to do. And then we all individually, we found opportunities and we yeah. took them out. And they only, again, they fucked themselves. What did I say? We broke them. I mean, isn't that right, Pac-Man? We.
3: I would, we, I would definitely agree there. Um, but you know, after the match too, you know, you know, and this was kind of personal, you know, our dad came out and addressed the fan or he was already out there, but, you know, he addressed the fans at the very least and, you know, talked about respect. And we were like, we love you, dad. We love you. The LIM section, he wasn't even acknowledging us. We were giving him love that he was desiring and he wasn't acknowledging us. I mean, Damian Gray earlier in the day said he disowned us, but, you know, in any case, I digress. Uh, uh,
1: when you're, when your LIM dad, uh, ignored you, that had a little close to home,
3: a little too familiar for you. It hurt my heart. I believe it. It hurted my heart. I believe it. If somebody
1: walked up to me and said, Hey man, you need to take it
3: easy on Pac-Man. You know, he was left at a fire station when he was a baby. I'd be like, I get it. And like, you know, the LIM were just like, we were kind of sad about that because like he has a whole family of lovely intoxicated men, and, you know, even during his entrance, he just kind of, like, looked at us and walked away. We, we were,
0: you your know. grandpa.
1: Your grandpa acknowledged you more than uh, your daddy did.
3: Oh, Grandpa Red. I love Grandpa Red. Well, he yelled at us because the person that came out and attacked uh, Flash yeah. Harris. Um, yeah, who was that? That was uh Grin.
1: How long has it been? Grin has been gone since that casket match, right?
3: October, yeah. That was the last time he wow. was there. Always good to see Grin, but, you know, sad that uh he, he attacked our dad, and, you know, just like Flash, the L.I.M., when that happened, let out a collective.
2: Oh, damn! Here, here's the best advice for Flash. Don't be an idol. Be our dad instead. <laughs> but it, it was nice, you know, nice taking up that win. Yeah. Um, again, it broke. It broke the idols. They're definitely broken. And it will come through uh, later on as we talk. But, yeah, Flash caught a promo disrespected the fans, disrespected the LIM, dad. and then, then Grin came out and beat the whole hell yeah, holy hell out of them. Holy hell. Holy hell. Holy
1: oh, yeah. hell. Fucking you just Gunderson there? What the fuck?
0: Holy hell.
2: I uh, channeled my inner Gunderson at the I, uh, I, I am LIM. <laughs> I am job. Don't worry, you are Turtle. I am turtle.
1: I've seen I've seen Grin at DWA. I've never seen him in a Rocket Pro show. Uh I think the I think the first show I went to was I think maybe the month after. Maybe it was November I think. I can't for life I me can't remember which one it was. Um But I mean I'm guessing for the fans I think it was pretty awesome to see a guy who's been gone for like six months uh make a return and everything. I'm sure it wasn't. Clearly it wasn't pleasant for Sea Red because uh I've never seen Sea Red nervous around somebody. Uh but I'm sure it couldn't have been easy for uh Marche either, seeing the same guy who put him in a coffin last year. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows uh you know what holds, you know, the future for Grin.
2: Right. Oh. Love you, Dad. Next. Yeah. <sighs> Next match, Nubby. Um we have a new outer limits champion, in Connor Hopkins as he defeated Gunnar Brave.
0: Yeah, I'd... I
1: love this match for what it was. You know, um, the uh, the the Timmy Two Sweet mix-ups uh, were a little bit hilarious. I felt bad for him. Um, I think Gunnar beat himself though. Because, in reality, if he never brought out all those chairs and piled them up on the side of the ring,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that first fall never would have happened uh I had an opportunity to have Christian Rose on uh commentating with me uh a few for a few of the show uh, matches and stuff uh Saturday night. This was one of them and talking about what Connor was working towards, like what he was driven to do. Uh, it makes a lot of sense why he did eventually pick up the victory against a guy who beat him twice, a guy who hasn't been pinned in a thousand days or some goofy shit like that, who held the title in, what, 23 opponents, 13 uh, matches, whatever the hell it was. I mean, it. a lot of respect to Connor for picking up the victory. I I mean, a lot of respect for Gunner for the time that he held that title. But, I mean, he beat himself. Yeah, you know, the, the time he gave Connor to kind of collect his his bearings, if you will, while stacking up all those chairs and shelves on the ring just for him to go through them himself, I think definitely, uh, I costed him. So, yeah. but it was a great match. It
2: was a great match. Yeah. It was, exp- it was everything I expected it to be. What about you, Pac Man? So, yeah, contribute, bro. I will contribute, not you don't because know, you told you, me to, you because I will You don't wait to wait for
1: people to ask. All you gotta do is just fucking dive in when somebody's done talking.
2: I right, consider this practice.
1: Yeah, come on, man. Uh,
2: for the vodcast, got it. I'm gonna hang up on
3: you so fucking quick. <laughs> so, um, you know, Gunners Ben Champion or was champion. Um, I think he wanted Christmas Chaos 2021, so December. Uh, 2021, and you know, he held that title, um, very close, very near and dear to him. Um, had a lot of all time RPW classic matches with the likes of Storm Grayson, um, you know, Axel Rico last month, uh, the fatal four way with Conan Lycan, Solomon Tupu, and Campbell Myers back in November, um, and, you know, he was a dominant champion, he was a fighting champion, and, um you know, every match that he had in that defense was solid, and, you know, he always put up a great fight, Um, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, you can only go so long, you know, as champion, and I think he was champion for, what, 500-ish days, 550 oh days, something like that. So, I mean, he has nothing to be ashamed of losing that match with every, all the work that he put in, uh, from that December show onward. Um, so, uh, it's hard to see him lose, but, uh, definitely congratulations to Connor Hopkins. And I know he's gonna, you know, do the same with what I know has become like the, I don't know, I like to think of the Outer Limits Championship as like the, like IC title. Of RPW, like that workhorse title. Um, so, you know, I think Connor can, you know, add to that prestige. Well said.
1: Well said, Pac
3: Man. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's See, perfect. sometimes I say things smart Shut like... up.
1: Don't ruin it.
3: Don't ruin <laughs>
1: it. Take the compliment sit there.
3: God damn it. <laughs>
1: Next match, Nubby.
2: Next match. All right. Um. Well, what was supposed to be Aaron Stone versus Quinn Widock? Yeah. For the heavyweight title, turn into something else.
1: Why don't, you, why don't you take this one, Pac-Man?
0: So,
3: the title was vacated by Damian Sane, I believe, if I remember right. Um, Quinn was in the hospital. He was injured, I believe.
1: That's what we were told. He was hospitalized and wasn't able to defend the title. So, so that,
3: how,
1: do guys, how do you guys feel about that? I'm being stripped of the title. I know. I know a lot of people think it's wrong. A lot of people understand it. I agree with it just for the fact that this is a season finale championship match. This is the last championship defense until September. And you know, people come to expect the championship match, so I, I
2: understand it. <sighs> I have a an opinion on it. What okay, can get um, you. Yes, bro? From a well, from a business standpoint, yes, it might have been the best decision mm-hmm. because, as you said, this is the last—it's the last title defense of the season, the last show of the season. And Aaron Stone, you know, won the briefcase and wanted to cash in at that show. So he deserved the title shot. I, the only thing, uh, my opinion on this though, I don't think it would have happened if Quinn was an official member of Undeniable. I have to agree with Nubby there. Seems a little sus. Because it is kind of convenient that the title was vacated. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Business standpoint. But the only one to challenge Aaron Stone was Ryan Matthews? Of Undeniable?
0: I think it's a coincidence.
2: I believe not.
1: Well, doesn't he have a victory again? I think this is the first show I was at, but I think he has a pinfall victory over Aaron Stone. So why not make a you know them two going for the title? I'm trying to remember. Look, <laughs> I, look, I look back. At, look back. Look back. I think it was around November, December. Yeah. Matthews came out and
0: pinned Aaron Stone in a match.
2: But has Ryan Matthews been winning since?
0: The Mary he beat Aaron Stone
2: once. Is he in the up there in the rankings?
1: And I do believe he also had possession of that suitcase at 1.2, so, or that briefcase nah, at 1.2. He stole so. it. It,
2: was, it. It was stolen.
1: He possessed it. That's all I'm telling
2: you. Aaron Stone's name was on the contract, which was in the briefcase. Ask any lawyer. If the con- Yeah, and any lawyer, a good lawyer, will Possession. say, well, definitely not a Freiberger or a
1: Schultz Possession not. is nine-tenths of
2: the law. Yeah, uh, that's bullshit. There was a contract in that briefcase with Aaron Stone's name on it. Do
1: Contracts you know, are... But do you know for a fact that Stone signed that contract already?
3: Yes. Know what that yep, was- yep. So there was actually a video with Rocket Pro Wrestling owner Bill Shelley... And Damien Saint, where uh, he signed it and um, gave Saint, who I don't think really believed in him, the biggest shit eating grin as he signed it. And I believe
2: I called Saint out on it and he blew past that question right here on JFW. I asked him, Why were you reluctant to sign that contract? And he moved on. He didn't even answer the question. So again, now, this is just an opinion. I could be wrong. It is convenient that Ryan Matthews of Undeniable, of Undeniable, headed by Damien Saint, Undeniable, a Damien Saint leader, was considered for this match.
1: I think it just goes all. I think it just goes back to last year, November, or December. I really wish it I had. A, maybe it was Christmas Carnage. I it was whatever Christmas Carnage was. Um, I think yeah, Matthews uh, had a pinfall victory over Stone
0: that, that show.
2: Uh, I still don't think it's right. I think it was convenient, but
0: mm-hmm. hey, but. but- but deep
1: down it ended the way you wanted it to.
2: Yes, um although it almost didn't because a certain somebody decided to cash in his thin mints. Oh, oh.
3: Yes. I, yes. I I know what I was gonna say. So it was. I know. I figured out what the J and Stet and and J the paycheck stands for.
0: Ready for this? I'm ready. Judas. Boom. How do you I did cash in assignments. How do you feel? fucking hang up this fucking call?
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, so Aaron Stone.
1: beautiful on the inside.
2: Aaron Stone is the champion. <laughs> he defeated Ryan Matthews, but it was almost um, it didn't almost didn't happen because J for some odd reason, got brainwashed by the Thin Mints and turned on Aaron Stone. Oh, I and. Were- Cap- And, Travis, just
3: so you know, when he's saying J-Buck, he's not referring to me. I just want to make that clear.
2: I see what you did there. Callbacks. Because you did, you know, confuse it, too.
0: Now I muted him. Now I can't (laughs) hear him. Take that. Oh, God, fuck him.
3: Fixed it. <laughs> I don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, no, it's a uh, you know, uh, and I, I gotta give credit to Aaron Stone. He he came across a lot of obstacles. Uh, obviously, the undeniable being out there. Jay Beck's betrayal uh, of Rocket Pro, not even just Stone, but Rocket Pro itself. It's. I mean it. Yeah, I mean obviously Damian wasn't too happy about it. Uh, I'm sure he's gonna have a whole summer now of plans on what to do moving forward, but we already know that the first the title fence is going to Quinn at uh, Fall Brawl.
2: What rightfully slow? I mean, yeah. I, I still don't. I I'm in. I'm on the fence with that situation, mm-hmm. but from yeah, from a business standpoint, it was right. But yeah, I don't know. He was in the hospital for whatever reason, stubbed his toe. Um, had, uh, I don't know but yeah. he, at least he's getting this uh, rematch and I uh, totally agree I just think if he wasn't if he was undeniable it wouldn't have happened but hey um, so on social media today I commented on Jbex's post and he decided to respond with he even loves you. Walk the path; he will guide you to your potential. Everyone will soon bear witness. So, basically, J. Back, you you were brainwashed by the by the Thin Mints. Um, I don't need him to guide me anywhere. I'm doing just fine, and. You put yourself in a situation you're not gonna get yourself out of. You're weak minded,
0: you're weak physically. Um yeah. You are gonna um, you're gonna wish you didn't do it.
2: Aaron Stone's got your number.
1: Well yeah, keep in mind J Beck is now protected by
2: uh you know, the
1: undeniable and Damian Saint, so yeah, will well, Stone get his hands on him? Probably, maybe at one point, but I don't see it
2: happening that easy. I'm sure it won't be easy, yeah. but it'll happen, and J-Beck will regret doing what he did. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. weak. You're weak. I know, you, you listen to this show so I can say this, J-Beck. Yeah. you listen to this show, perfect. What a guy. But he can still go fuck himself because he's weak. <laughs> Agreed.
1: Oh, we got two all more right. matches, right?
2: Um three three more three more matches, yeah. Yeah. Um the tag team gauntlet. Winners receive the tag team title shot. The final level Shogun Chris Logan and all day Marseille Brock defeated Rock and Rivera, Joey Dalton, Shaq Jordan Ewok, The Undeniable, and the Scumbag Army.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, uh Paulie uh said that he could easily beat both those guys. No problem, but and Steve even uh, responded saying that, that nobody could beat the final level. And uh I mean they went through four different fucking teams to prove Steve's point. They did. Um <clears throat> I think I remember telling C Red on uh commentating that uh if not if but when they get their title opportunities, I think that's what this was for is for no more contendership, right,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, um, I don't know the Cals are gonna be able to beat them, and if the final level does eventually get those titles, I don't know who when they will lose those titles, yeah like I said I mean, they they the fact that they went through three teams got to the scumbag army and still beat the scumbag army. Shows how tough they are. I mean, fucking BOW is a big fucking dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, congrats to them. You know, I, obviously, they do got a house shot coming their way, but I don't know. It's like, it's, it, it, it's definitely going to be hard to take the titles from them, not if, but when they become
0: champions. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh strap match. Bucky Collins, Christian Rose.
2: What the hell happened?
1: Oh man! It's um, I had Connor on commentating with me, and he you you just see. Cause I I mean, you can talk about whatever you want. Like, you know, in the middle of the match, the match was the match, the other of the fucking strap. They tried to get the, you know, the four posts couldn't fucking do it. But the most important part of this match was the ending, the fact that um, uh, Christian Rose took the strap off, got disqualified, and just kept beating the shit out of Bucky to the point where the Coyotes had to come out and stop him. And they, even then, they couldn't get it. They couldn't get him to stop. He shoved Connor to the ground, and it doesn't even seem like he realized he did what he did until like moments
0: later all the while a beaten
3: up bucky collins sitting in the corner with the biggest devilish grin on yeah. his face looking at a very confused distraught frustrated christian rose
1: oh yeah i mean i mean you you see bucky cuz i mean i had a perfect angle on it and bucky's just sitting there laughing but I mean, I think I think even after even after the Coyotes walked away from Christian Rose, Bucky was begging to get hit with that fucking strap again. Mm-hmm. To the point where Christian, when he left the ring, he didn't even go to the back where everyone else was. He went through the crowd and out the front fucking door.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I don't I don't think Bucky went into this match expecting to win. I don't think I, I don't think winning was his thought. I think it was just getting Christian to the point that he got to was his overall goal, and he fucking achieved it. Yeah.
2: He broke him a little bit. Oh, like,
1: I think I think it was more than just a little, man. I mean, like, just, like, the, the seeing the look in his face going from sheer, like, fury and anger to, like, a what the fuck did I just do? Watching, you know, the tag team champions pick up the new Outer Limits champion off the ground after being shoved by a mentor by a leader, by their fucking, you know, coach, their trainer, whoever the fuck he is to them, you know, family, you know, the leader of the pack, whatever you want to look at it as. Shove Connor to the ground because he wasn't in the right mind. And I think that's what Bucky was going for,
0: and he achieved that. He did. Yeah.
2: Any other
0: thoughts back then? Uh, I mean, I think that just about covers it, but that
3: was definitely an unexpected way to end that match. Yeah. Unexpected end of the season for those damn Coyotes, that's for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: And you got you to gotta look at it, too. It's like, I mean, like, 75% of that fucking team had a great fucking night. They did. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of that went away the moment that fucking shove happened. And that sucks. You know, a great night for fucking Connor gets destroyed because of the the personal emotions of one fucking guy. And I feel for Connor on that. That sucks. I mean, dude sat next to me in the commentary. You know, had a great fucking time. You see that, you know, the achievement he fucking did tonight felt like it just lifted him up into like a you know like a, a great fucking place. And then seeing his face when he walked out after being shoved over just changed all that. And that's something I think Christian Rhodes is going to have to answer to.
0: Yeah.
3: Hopefully, Davis and Sarai doesn't get involved in that one. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: Maybe I jinxed it when I fucking said that on commentating. So you're not the kind of team that needs fucking counseling, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then 10 minutes later. Oh, hell's bells. Main event, though.
2: Main event. The big match, main event, Steve, the main event, next tag team match for control of RPW and Joey and Roxy's personal toilet paper. I mean championships. Um, Steve and Shelley got the win over Roxy and Joey. Holy that's hell!
0: That's it. That's, that's you want to talk about what happened, what
1: led up to it.
2: Man, what, what led so up? What what led up to it, guys?
1: Go well, ahead, man. I so, talk way too much.
2: I'm just gonna say
3: I've been going to wrestling shows at St. Joe's Park since Pro Wrestling Blitz was there. Um, but when Shelly came out, that was the loudest fucking pop that I have ever heard at St. Joe's Park. Even louder than mine. It was insane. People standing up with Italian flags, cheering her on as she made her entrance. We, Gabagool looked at me, and this is real. He looked at me, he showed me his arms. He's like,
0: dude, goosebumps. It was loud. Definitely loud. Steve, with the Punisher face paint. Holy shit. I mean...
3: The idols coming out and attacking, trying to even the odds, apparently, or whatever they do. And turning around as Shogun's music plays, as he walks in, holding a cigar and a drink in his hand, taking a puff of his cigar... Staring down the idols, That was the most badass thing I have ever seen at Rocket Pro. And I'm being like genuine here. That was so fucking badass. Marche coming from the bar. Amazing. Nuke coming from the other entranceway. Standing, staring them down. And Maximus Orion. Coming out from the entranceway. way. All four of them surrounding the idols four, four ways. All people with legitimate gripes with the idols. Maximus Orion. His face was broken
0: by her dad at one point. Joey Roth kept going after Shogun. They
3: attacked Nuke a few months ago when trying to defend Shelly and Steve. And they ran off the idols. But the single
0: biggest moment ref took a hit, came down. Who comes down but the rock
3: star Johnny Nye wearing his referee gear and in a shocking turn of events turned on the idols, turned on Joey Roth and
0: rang the bell. As Shelly locked in Hell's Gate on Roxy Hart. Amazing. Amazing. I almost lost my voice in that match.
3: It was a spectacle. It was amazing. Incredible. One of the coolest things I've ever seen at Rocket Pro Wrestling. And I'm being dead serious.
1: Yeah, it was uh it was definitely the fairy tale ending that everyone was expecting uh, to have. Um, I mean, nobody wanted the idols to be in control anymore. I don't know what Rocket Pro was like before the idols took over, uh, so I'm excited to see what difference it brings. Uh, it was announced last week by Damien Saint that even with the transfer of power,
3: doesn't change the fact that he's going to be general manager. Well, good. Somebody needs to watch out for wasps on people beer at uh, Fan Access next year.
2: <laughs> so,
1: overall feel, uh, how did uh, season the finale? They live up to expectations.
2: Yeah, I believe. Yeah, everything hey. was personal for every match, and every you felt everything. Um, yeah. We even got the the, um, the Stevie Shuffle.
3: <laughs> okay, so the moment he hit that. I was across from Russell,
0: and he lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> that, and as we were too. Steve
3: Shuffle.
1: Uh, fan access, season finale, all these matches, everything that happened, is there anything that we missed?
3: Chet's an L.I.M. Um, now. Who gives a fuck. I do. Who cares? Who gives a fuck about you. No, he's an L.I.M. Uh, again the offer's still open I said last week
2: yeah all right uh well not know. well there um i'm actually made the announcement on facebook but not many of the listeners you know have my facebook so yeah. i'll announce it here um it, it will be official even though rocket Pro is off for the summer mm-hmm. i will still be defending my Chicagoland championship at IPW. Cause I want to be a oh. fighting champion and I don't want to sit at home or have the belt sit at home till September. So I'm gonna defend it at IPW get got the okay. Uh both parties sat down and it's official. Perfect.
1: Alright, uh, is it my turn to make my announcement?
2: Make your announcement. All
0: right, cool. Uh, Pac-Man. Yes, sir. You have been on this show way too many times. I don't think not enough. Way, way, way too many times. Um, I hate to admit this, but... I enjoy having you on this show.
1: I think uh I think what you do for wrestling is actually a good thing. It's annoying as fuck. It gives me a headache every time I fucking watch a video with you in it. Sometimes I just wish you were a mute, so I didn't have to hear you that often. but here we are in reality. Um, I know a lot of people who listen to our show know a lot of the horrible things I've said about you and the L.A.M. as a whole. You're a cult, you're a bunch of idiots, stupid, morons, you live in your mom's basement, uh, probably don't even know how to truly drink.
3: Uh, this seems backhanded, but uh,
0: I'll take it. The list,
1: list goes on and on. Um, Nubby invited you onto this show to uh, cover for me when I was unable to be here to uh, do my own show. And I thank Nubby for taking the reins on that. I don't know if I ever thanked you for uh, stepping up and helping him out. Uh, I'm not going to do that now because you still don't deserve that. Um, but you have been on, I think, at least five times, including your stupid ass sneak attack on my, uh, live. Good old. And I know, shut up, I'm talking. Okay.
3: Idiot. God.
1: I know you got your own show coming out this summer. The lovely intoxicated podcast. The web series. Um, but I asked Nubby, uh, a question earlier today And I asked his opinion on it On what he thought about something And he agreed that it would be a great idea So This isn't a work This isn't a joke This is me Asking you If you want to be a regular co-host Of Just Freaking Wrestling not Not just when we do Rocket Pro not, you know, whenever you want to come on. Because the thing is, and and, and you don't have to give an answer now. You could think about it. I'm fine with that. With the summer coming up, JFW isn't the only thing I'm doing. I got this freaking show. I got freaking out Studios as a YouTube channel. I got, I got a lot of things that I want to grow as far as the network goes. I mean, JFW is just one part of this. Work is busier than I expected it. So far, it hasn't been that bad. And I don't expect it to get any worse, but... <sighs> the show that you and Nubby did is still the top third-rated show in the last six months. Holy shit. Um, calm oh. yourself. Calm yourself.
0: Oh, I didn't actually know that.
1: Calm yourself. Um...
0: It is entertaining
1: to hear you talk about wrestling. Um, Speaking to Nubby about doing this, would it benefit anybody? And my sanity might be fine. Maybe. I don't know. But I think the biggest thing that is going to benefit overall is LIM is known by Rocket Pro Wrestling. I think being on the Power Hour, I think you being over here helps get that name out to the Midwest. And I feel like if you do accept this opportunity to be a new co-host on JFW, first off, it helps me out because if I can't make it and you could fill in for me, it helps the show keep consistent. At the same time with you being on the show, it helps get your name and your group, don't know why I'm going to say this, out to more companies in the independent, uh, region, Midwest, whatever, so on and so forth. So like I said, you can think about it. This isn't me pranking you. This isn't me joking. This is honestly me saying the PX. You're more than welcome to become a regular co-host of Just Freakin' Wrestling, if you want to. I,
0: I don't know what to say. Um, I know, right? It's quite the fucking honor.
3: Yeah. I uh means a lot. It does mean a lot. Um You know, and I will say, to you know, you... Guy, you talking about us, um, you know, going back and forth with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it, it helps both of us because, you know, we want to introduce, um, you know, Rocket Pro Wrestling fans to, you know, what you guys are doing on here and, you know, all the coverage that you guys have for independent wrestling, uh, in this area, you know, and in, how to helps encourage people to come out to those shows. It shows like this, which is why a lot of us in LIM are going to be going around during the summer, checking out the different shows you talk about, you know, the shows that power hour talk about. Um, so, you know, um, so, like, if it weren't for shows like JFW, I would have no idea what else is going on outside of Rocket Pro. Um, I mean, I would be – I would love to. Yeah. I would love it, to.
1: Well, and I've, I've actually been thinking about this for a while. I've actually been thinking about this before you even came on our show. And it has a lot to do with uh, with the Power Hour because there, there was something that was stuck in my head
3: that would – Shut up, Trey. I got you, buddy. <laughs>
1: there was something that was stuck in my head by something Steve said, and it wasn't the episode you were on. I think it was actually might have been an episode after you guys were on, where he kind of sh- uh He was shooting a little bit, talking about having fans and people on the show. And honestly, I never talked to him about it. I have no idea if he was implying that towards JFW in any way because I think there was a time when you did that show and I said something about like having fucking fans on the show is the stupidest fucking thing in the world, which um, is not something I truly believe in. I mean, I've had fans on my show several times when I did lives over the course of three, four years. Um, so I think having fans, I mean, fuck, I, I'm i a wrestling fan and I'm I created the show. You know, I think having fans, having the right fans on is, uh, I think, is a great thing. Um, You still bug the fuck out
3: of me. (laughs) And you, me.
1: (laughs) But I know that the whole reason I have this podcast and the whole reason me and Dizzle J started it up to begin with was to, first of all, talk about wrestling. That's the biggest fucking thing. I think 98% of the shit we talk about here is pro wrestling. Once in a while, there's some shit outside that we do talk about, but it's very slim. Uh But the other thing was to get eyes on independent wrestling because I don't think a lot of eyes are on independent wrestling as there used to be. It's been growing, and I know when we started up, there wasn't a lot of indie shows I was fucking listening to. I don't know what independent wrestling podcasts were going on in 2017. I didn't care because I know... They were talking about you know, like AAW and the big ass ones and shit like that, but no one's really focusing on SCW, RPW, uh, POW, DWA and all that other shit. Well, DWA wasn't around seventeen, but shit like that, it's just like there wasn't um Northern Lights. You know, shows like that weren't getting fucking recognized. But those are the companies that are in this area. You know, within a 40, 45, forty five, fifty mile fucking radius of where I live. Is all these fucking wrestling companies that nobody is fucking mentioning. Because every time people want to think about Midwest wrestling, Windy City, that's what fucking pops up. Yeah. Uh Lunatic Wrestling Federation, you know, Vanguard and shit, and that's all well and good. Yeah. But those companies haven't been around for nearly two decades. It's a whole different world in fucking pro wrestling. And it's awesome to get the perspective of Nubby, who goes and, you know, he works these shows, whether it be a referee or a wrestler and everything. But I want more perspective for more fan base, you know, on more like myself, because Nubby has more of that insight from behind the scenes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And for fucking people listening and shit, you know, You know, uh, fucking Pac-Man's been on here five fucking times. Maybe even six, but at least five that I can fucking think of right now. And the majority of these are, you know, they're my request. As much as he annoys the fuck out of me, the knowledge for Rocket Pro is fucking there. And if you are going to go to more wrestling shows and learn more, then that's just a benefit to have us. Like I said... It's it's more to get you guys more out there in the wrestling world, but it's also there to help me when I know that coming the summer I'm going to get busier and busier. And the last time a summer came around and I was like this, I was burnt out and I was fucking done. And I don't want to have that again. Um, so the invitation is sincere. It is real. Uh, nobody can back me. I asked him earlier today. Um, this isn't me. Waiting for you to say yes and be like, I got your motherfucker and then calling the show over. It's not what this is. This is a legit invitation to be part of the JFW podcast hosting family. Cause, and the biggest thing too is I don't know if and when Dally's coming back, if and when Steve is coming back, if and when DJ's coming back. Um, I love them all. I had great runs with all of them but I can't sit here and rely on them coming back or not. I need to be able to move forward, and I want to grow JFW. There's a potential to be more than what it is, and in order to do that, I have to find the right people to do that. And I think you are that person that could help me and Nubby make this show more. You don't got to take away any time from your LIM stuff. Like I said, you don't have to be here every fucking week. But you're more than welcome to. You could be here as many weeks as you want. Um, if I can't make it, I'll let you know. And you guys okay. just get the show going. You guys did it before. You made it work once. That's a sincere invitation for Pac-Man, which that's what you're going to be called here. It's like I'll Nubby. Work.
0: I'll allow it. I'll, I'll...
3: I don't
1: care. No, it's you're an institution. I, don't, it's a I don't I don't care. Stop saying stupid shit like that. You're making me regret everything I just fucking said. <laughs> the, senior, the the sincere emotion that I am trying to show here would be negated by the idiocy that is flowing out of your goddamn mouth. For the love of God. For just sit there. Pretend I am your mother to reminding you to sit there and just be seen and not fucking heard for once. You're gonna be Pac-Man here, just like Nubby's Nubby. I will never call you PX. I did it once to show yo know, the seriousness. But Pac-Man has a better nickname than PX. PX will fucking die, because Giggle Monster calls you Pac-Man. I heard him say it, and I heard Ghoul say it too, because they fucking love it. Ghoul is a cool fucking dude.
3: I have to agree with you there. He
1: is the best of the LIM.
3: I agree. I think he is our best promo guy, and I think. Was that you that said that a couple of weeks yeah, ago? 100%. I wholeheartedly agree. Right. Um, so he, I know he's going to be an amazing co host with me mm-hmm. on the Lovely Intoxicated podcast. We've been talking about this since February, March. He's got a lot of ideas, he's got a lot of stuff he wants to bring to the table. He's still going to have that, uh, Tony Gabagool sleazy charm. <laughs> um, And, um, you know, I think really that is probably my favorite character in LIM by far. And, I mean, we have a coat rack, and that's hard to contend with. (laughs) But, um, you know, I've known that dude for 20 years. We've had our ups. We've had our downs. Um, We've had years where we didn't talk to each other, but – I told him backstage when we were getting ready to go out and help Chet, I said, if there was anybody that I could have to do all this goofy, dumb shit with in the crazy world of professional wrestling, I am so glad that it's you. And, you know, I get to share this podcast with him. No. Um, and. I'm so excited for, you know, what we have in store for everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I, the, the way I see it, I mean, I, in, a, in a sad little way, all of you guys have brought a little bit more to my life. You brought me stress. <laughs> I knew there was a catch. <laughs> yeah. Gabo. you, what you want. Gabagool brought me friendship. Giggle Monster uh, gives me smokes when I ask for him at the gas station. Sure. JJ brought me his hot fucking friend, who I'm so waiting for the message from. <sighs> some good, some bad, but at the end of the day, what's best for the wrestling world is to bring it to people who can bring the entertainment out of it. And I think that's what we can do at JFW. Again, if you decide you want to do it, awesome. But you don't have to make a final decision now. If you have to go talk to the fucking lim and see if they're okay with it, um, I'm never not gonna call the fucking giggle monster to giggle monster. So if he has a personal issue with it, uh, fuck him. But uh, the invitation's there, man. Um, i would be happy, you know, if you want to be part of this. And if you don't, well, then you're dead to me. Either way, you're good. <laughs>
3: Well, I will. Um, I'll just say I'll have the guys listen to this, and then I think we'll talk about it. And uh, yeah. but I, I do really, it, it does mean a lot.
2: Well, I if hope they so. don't, if they don't listen to this, they can go fuck themselves. I yeah. I fucking agree.
3: L I M. If you're not listening to this, you can go fuck yourself. And, well, holy shit, is that a full circle moment that we just had? I uh, know it's crazy, right? <laughs> Like, look, this all look, started with you telling us to go fuck yourself. Now I'm on your show I telling know, my
0: right. best friends right. to go
3: fuck up. <laughs> See, this is, this is what I'm getting. See, people don't
1: understand how fucking, how much, how, how uh, like, the, the aura that surrounds me is ridiculous. Like, people don't understand. It's like, it's like, God, I fucking hate that guy, but at the same time, I really fucking love that guy. I'm really hard to fucking hate forever. Like, people hate that they like me so much. It's nutty. And I'm just so happy that I'm able to fucking make your life relevant for something because you, because when I look at you, I just feel so bad for you. I'm just like, Oh, that poor fucking dude, you know, he fucking wore like button up white shirts and khaki shorts every day at fucking school. They had a book bag on fucking wheels and shit because the arch in his fucking back hurt whenever you fucking wore a backpack and stuff. Like you had a sack lunch, but all it was was like rolls from the diner that your mom worked at at night and possibly what was considered meatloaf. Um, I'm just like, I just, I want that guy to have more in his life. You know, like, like I don't want you to be that kid who grew up in high school who went to go grab the fucking lunch and when you brought it up and you gave him, you know, showed him the tray and you're like, okay, that'll be $1.75 and you're thumbing through your change, you only got a fifty-two, and you got to start putting food back in front of the long line of cool kids that you wish you could have been a part of. But deep down, you know, you're just going to go sit with the fucking losers in the back. And I don't want you to be that way anymore, Pac-Man. I want you to be a guy who, you know, can maybe stand when you fucking urinate. You know, or, you know, could, uh, you know, when you make your bed that you don't have to fucking, you know, watch a YouTube video to do it because you just can't comprehend how to tuck the corners. This is your ability to be a human fucking being, bro. No more PX, man. PX is fucking dead. That guy sucked. you have the ability now to be fucking Pac-Man. A guy who, who leads a group of lovely intoxicated men and not being that fucking moron from fucking, you know, weeks ago who, who goes on a trip and plays a fucking piano in some homeless fucking motel thinking that That's his team is shut up. I'm talking, you idiot. <laughs> While you're off fucking sitting by a pool that, you know, damn well has too much chlorine in it. Smelled. Thinking Thank to yourself, Hey, I'm going to leave the fucking Giggle Monster in charge because I know wholeheartedly he is kicking the shit out of JFW. And all the while, I sit here and laugh like, this fucking guy. That guy is dead, bro. PX, no fucking more. Pac-Man lives on, and I will make you a better person than you were before. Promise
3: you that. Can I still be a lovely intoxicated man?
1: Oh, 100%. I'm not going to take that away from you. Okay, good. Here's the thing. I could even be okay with the fact that uh, you manipulated fucking Turtle into joining your little fucking group. I'm fine All with right. it. I have accepted. I have accepted that. Hey, if Turtle wants to hang out with kids on in a at a fucking playground who want to swing back and forth at each other while they're straddling the fucking swings and be like, "I'm going to hit you," oh and then fucking don't because that's what it seems like. That's how you swing. I'm just assuming. Again, we're evolving from this. Trying to make you a better person. Stay off the
0: swings. That's who you are now. You're a swingless guy. Fuck swings. Fuck swings. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna turn. I want my my goal here is to help you be an adult and a person. I don't need you busting through your own front door. Don't understand how people are sitting at your own kitchen table while you're busting through the door calling yourselves the champions where you don't know what the fuck is going around in your surroundings for the last two and a half weeks because you took a fucking trip to La La Land to play fucking piano at some bullshit fucking motel that I assume oh, was owned I mean by, by a guy named Bates. No more Also, oh, I uh,
3: kept talking about his mom now that
0: you think about it. Yeah
1: no more crying over fucking torn up pictures
0: that was a cool picture though pay the three dollars and get a new one like an adult you didn't get me a refund travis
1: you don't need a fucking refund this is part of growing up instead of asking your mother for fucking money use your goddamn paycheck this is what i'm telling you pac-man now that you're part of jfw you're gonna grow the fuck up Hell, you might even go out and purchase an actual camera that doesn't look like you're in a foggy fucking haze at a Bob Marley concert. Those are the...
0: The haze is a smell, though. I this, say is, that. This, this is our world,
1: brother. I'm going to take you to that next fucking level. Because here's the thing. If independent wrestling succeeds through either the Power Hour, through JFW, or through the LIM, then it's succeeding, and it's succeeding in the right fucking way if you're going to do this fucking lovely and in- intoxicated podcast shit, I'm going to help you do it better than fucking ever. Because that's what I do. I fucking I fucking elevate fucking people. That's how I do shit. I'm going to hype you the fuck up. Hell, I hyped you up to the point where you just told your whole fucking clique to fuck themselves.
3: If they don't listen to this episode. I don't,
1: oh, no, you know they're going to fucking listen to it, all right. Because this they have no idea is fucking coming. Until I title this thing
0: The Sixth Man Then they're gonna wonder What? It's A whole new world for you Pac-Man I'm gonna be the daddy You always fucking wanted
1: And not not a Flash Flash? Not a Flash Harris dad Not a Sea Red Grandfather Not even even the dude that loaded your fucking mother up nine months before you were fucking born. Like a mentor, like father. I'm changing your fucking world, bro. Get excited and get ready. Like that one turtle. (laughs) I'm dead. All right. Anyway, Uh, yeah. Anyway, invitation sincere. Yeah, you know, take it back to your uh, friends. See how you feel about it? That's it. if you say no, no hard feelings. I'll still be happy to have you back on as a guest when we talk about Rocket Pro. I just wouldn't give a fuck about anything you did beyond that. I don't get sincere uh, as often. And to be honest with you, that whole banter right there that came from the heart.
3: <laughs> wouldn't I have it any other way, man.
1: Melby, <laughs> no, is there anything else in uh, independent wrestling we need to talk about?
2: Ah, uh, no, nothing. This. Nothing this week. Uh, Next week, we'll have ARW results, and then we got CSW and SCW next week. That's true. All
3: right,
1: Pac-Man, one more time. Tell everyone where they can find you on uh, social media.
3: So you can find the Lovely Intoxicated Men on Facebook at the Lovely Intoxicated Men, Rocket Pro Wrestling Superfans. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at we underscore R underscore the underscore lim, And if you find us on Tinder, you make sure that you swipe right. Excellent.
1: Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling Podcast with the JFW Podcast. And make sure you uh, listen to us wherever you do get your podcasts at, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Player FM, Alexa, Amazon Music, the Alexa app, wherever the fuck you listen. Make sure you do subscribe. Make sure you rate us wherever uh, rating is available on your uh, podcast uh, streams. <sighs> Nubby, that's all
2: I got. Um, I think we can. Hey, Pac Man. What can we do in this episode? Ring the bell
3: on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis C.
2: And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle, Kalabunga. And I am PX. Shut up, Santino.
1: And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Figure Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.